Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Kavches, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihi Bashanah Hahi Bereshis Mamleches Tzikiyahu. So, this is a continuation of Chav Zion, and what you may have noticed in the last few prakim is that there is a change in texture of the parrot or of the prakim that Yumio delivers a nevuah, but at the same time there is a dramatic narrative, often a confrontation, and today we're going to see a particularly um, dramatic one. And so we begin with his turning his fire on probably what was one of the greatest obstacles and barriers to his 40-year career as a Navi. And that is what we call the Nevi'e Sheker. The Nevi'e Sheker literally false prophets. And so the tendency is you may think of a false prophet as some crazed, wizened old man standing on the street corner, shaking his fists at the people, etc. No, the false prophet, the Navi Sheker, was a very sophisticated, slick, articulate, learned, practicing his Judaism, which is what made him so effective. And what he did was use an arsenal of basically three tactics, the Gemara tells us. One, he would use the vehicle of a chalom, a dream. Hashem appears to him in a vision. These visions are, of course, not legitimate prophetic visions, but more likely they are a wish fulfillments or dreams that occurred to him. And he uses that as a vehicle to tell the people what he wishes to impart to them. Two, the Navi Sheker it was very skilled at using the real Navi's own language, the own cadence of his speech, his delivery, his text material. For example, the Gemara gives us a beautiful example of Yimio delivers a fierce nevuah in the upper markets of the streets of Yerushalayim. And this Navi, who we are going to meet, who is the most successful practitioner of the Navi'e Sheker, Hananya ben Azur, now goes into the lower market using the same Lushan, the same language, the same texture of the prophecy, says completely the opposite. Third, the Navi Sheker had as a weapon extreme fluency of speech. He was articulate, he was an orator, and that's what made him so effective. So you can imagine that how frustrating it was to Yirmiyahu, where for 40 years he is prophesying day after day, do tshuva or there will be total destruction, do tshuva or you're all gone, your bodies will be scattered around the field without burial, uh, food for the vulture and the carrion. And the Navi Sheker comes along and says, nonsense. Everything is fine. There's going to be no goas. There's no need for radical tshuva. You are doing fine. Continue to do what you're doing. Well, which message are you going to listen to? And so the Navi Sheker was a terrible thorn. Much more than a threat, as we're going to see a physical threat to Yirmiyot all his days. 
And as we've said, there is no more skillful a practitioner of this is Hananiah ben Azur. And what made him so skillful, besides having all these gifts, was that he was a real Navi. He started out as a real Navi, which gave him the legitimacy, and then he went over, as we say, to the dark side and became the most skillful practitioner of the false prophet. So we pick that up, Chavches, Vayihi b'shana ha'hi b'reishis b'amleches tzikiyah melech Yehuda, b'shana ha'reviyis v'chodesh ha'chamishi, Omar Eli Hananya ben Azur Hanavi Asher Migivon Beves Hashem Leineha Kohanim Mechola Om Leimor. So let's take this slowly. We have seen this is the fourth consecutive use of the term Beratius in the beginning, and we rarely see it other than in the original Sedra Beratius, the use of that term. In fact, if at all. And the reason being the Mephoshim say that B'nai Yisrael had sunk to such a level of sin and were in such danger of destruction that the whole world was in danger of tohu vavohu, reverting to the null and void that pertained in the original Beratius. So now, Bamlech it's the year of Tzikiyah Bashanah HaRavias, which is already seems a difficult construction because the beginning of Tzidkiyahu's reign, that should be the first year. What is the fourth year? Uh, and what's the significance of saying in the fifth month? Some abortions say that the fourth year starts um, particularly the Shemitah cycle, or the first year was before the actual Nevoah came, and the significance of the Chodesh Hamchamishi, we know, is its Chodesh of, and 11 years later, on the fifth month, we are going to see the destruction of the Bayes Rishon on Tishabov. And so he says to Hananiah ben Azur, his arch-rival, Hanavi, notice he is referred to as a Navi, not Navi Sheker, as if he were a Navi. And that, the Mephoshim explained, is because he was so believable to people. People believed he was an actual Navi, reinforced by the fact that he was a legitimate Navi from the beginning. Ashemi Givon is a very telltale characteristic. Givon, you will recall, was that treacherous nation that tricked Yehoshua at the beginning claiming that they had come from a far-off land. They made a special treaty with B'nai Israel when they were Canaanites. They were under a death sentence as Canaanites, and Yeshua has to honor the uh, covenant, but they become paradigms for trickery and deceit for what they did and are condemned to being the water carriers and stone ewers in the temple. They are reduced to, like, very... Uh, menial jobs in the Beis HaMikdosh. And this man, uh, Hananiah ben Azur, is a descendant of Givon. He's got treachery in his DNA. And so what he does is confront Yirmiyo, the Beis Hashem, in the Beis HaMikdosh, before the Kohanim, the Chol HaOm Leimor. And he says to him, this is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu has told me. Shavarti as all Melech Bavel. You will recall Yirmiyo has been going around with a yoke on his neck to symbolize the yoke um, 
that do not resist Bovel. He says, using that same metaphor, I have destroyed the Kaddish Baruch who says that yoke of Bovel. But Od Shnotayim, in two years, I am bringing back, in two years, the Kaddish Baruch Hu tells me, every utensil, you will recall in the Golos of Yechon Yahu, Nebuchadnezzar loots the temple and takes away much of the utensils. I am bringing them back in two years. Two years is not an accidental designation of time, a coincidental, because in two years, according to his faulty calculations, it will be 70 years since the Golas, dating it from Menashe, which is a faulty calculation. But he says in two years, the utensils will be returned. Yumiyo is saying you're going to lose the other utensils if you insist on resisting. Ves Yechanya, that Yechanya is the same thing as Yehoyachin, Ben Yehoyachin, Melech Yehuda, Ves Kol Golos and Yehuda Boim Bovela, Ani Meshivela Makom Hazen. Not only that, says the Navi Sheker Hananya, I am going to return the people. The exile will be over. No, Hashem, he as far as all Melech Bovel. I will destroy, I will break this yoke that Bovel has upon you. And he answers him, Remember, the nation is surrounding them in the Beis Hamikdash, listening to this interchange. And they are standing there. He says, Amen. And from this, the Gemara learns that when one says a bracha, you answer Amen. This is the source. Kain Yase Hashem, Kaddish Baruch should do this. Yokim Hashem is Barecha, he should with, um, see to it your words are come true. Hashem Ibeso, that you prophesied. La Shifkli Beis Hashem, Mechol Hagolom, Ibovel Al Hamakom Hazeh, that all the utensils will be returned and all the people of Babel will come back. It is sarcastic. He doesn't mean it. He is saying it blog in terms of sarcasm. Yes, this is a wonderful prophecy. And he has made a fatal mistake, Yirmiyahu. Because Yirmiyahu should have said at that moment, Sheker, this is a lie. And what he's done is made a terrible misjudgment of decision-making here, and he will pay for it. Um, we learn in the Gemara, let me read it, Mem Aleph Amud Beis in Sota, the Amar Revelazar, Kol Hamachanif Lechaveru, whoever flatters issues Chanifa, and that's what Yimio is doing. He's saying yes, it's a good nevuah to a person he knows is a Russia. Sof Nofel Biyado will eventually fall into his hands. Vim Eino Nofel Biyado, and if he does not fall into his own hands. No fail beyond Bonov, Vim Eno no fail beyond Bonov, he will fall beyond Ben Bono into his grandsons. Shenemar, we get it from this Tosak, Vayomer, Yumiyo, Lechananya, Kenya, Se Hashem, Bechol, Esashed, Borecha. May Hashem fulfill your words. 
And so he has made a grievous error. Grievously he will pay for it because we are going to learn later that he is confronted by Yiria, who is the grandson of Hananiah, El Hakazdimatanofel accusing him, you are deserting to the Babylonians, and Yirio cries Sheker, which he should have said here. And out of this, Yirio seizes him, brings him to the Sarim, they arrest him, they put him into a pit. He almost loses his life. So we see a total fulfillment of that, what the Gemara is saying. He should have stood up to him and said, why doesn't he do it? Could we say the Mepharshim fear? He doesn't, he's in the Beis HaMikdash. He doesn't want to provoke a riot. The people are listening to him. He's saying, you're all going to die. And this guy is saying, nonsense. You're going to be fine. You're going to be back in two years with everything, with the utensils, with your freedom. And he doesn't confront him. It says, Ach shmano hadavar hazeh asher anochi dover baznecha vaznei kala om. Listen, says Yirmiyahu. Hanavim asher hayu lefanai lefanecha min haolam. There are Nevi'im before me. V'yinavu al artsos rabos v'yamam lachos gedolos l'milchama u'l'ra'ah l'dever. They have said, they have prophesied for years to you about the war, the famine, the pestilence that's going to consume you if you do not shushuva. Hanavi asher yinavi l'shalom. Here is a Navi coming and saying there's going to be peace. As you will know by his words whether the Kaddish Baruch Hu has really sent him. What Yimiyo is espousing here is two very interesting principles of how to tell if a prophecy is real. If a Navi comes and tells you terrible things and the terrible things do not happen, that doesn't mean he's a Navi Sheker necessarily. It could mean that the nation has done shuva. Even when they predict terrible things, there is always that option that the people will do shuva and that prophecy will be canceled. However, the corollary of that is if a Navi comes and tells you everything is going to be good, and then comes bad, you know he's a Navi Sheker because we have a principle that once they tell you it is going to be good, it has to stay good. You don't reverse a Navia that's positive. And so you will know that he's he's predicting good and you're going to see that there's no good. You will know by his words he's a Navi Sheker. He now takes that yoke with the strings that Yemiyo is commanded to wear to dramatize the coming servitude that they must do to Bavel. He breaks it. Now Hananiah turns to the people, Lemar, Koamar Hashem, Kacha Eshbar as all Nebuchadnezzar. Thus I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, Melech Bavel, in two years. May Al Savar call Hagoyim from all the nations. Yermiyo, in the face of this, Vayelech Yermiyo Hanavi Ludarko. He leaves. He just walks out. Does he walk out because he's frightened? Does he walk out he doesn't want to provoke an incident? 
he leaves. The Kaddish Baruch Hu, in effect, yanks him back. After he breaks it, of Yermio, he tells Yermio as following, Haloch, go back. Yes, you broke the wooden yoke. But we have replaced it with a steel yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, a much harder, a much tougher yoke. There will be an iron ole, an iron yoke on their necks that the king has. Well, do, you will worship him. I have given him all the animals of the field. We have discussed that yesterday. Nebuchadnezzar had a special command of animals. He was one of the first military figures to use elephants uh, and camels in warfare. And so he's coming back. God did not send you. And you have promised this nation lies. It's a pack of lies. He now confronts him unflinchingly. I am going to send you, you will die. Hashana Atames, you will die this year. Kisara di el Hashem, because you have totally spoken lies in the name of God. And there is such a fascinating Agadata in the Gemara in Erevin. Yermio tells him, you are going to die before the year end is out. He becomes deathly ill, Erev Rosh Hashanah. It could be the whole year, but it's more likely the calendar year ending on Tishrei and Rosh Hashanah. And he is about to die. And he summons his children on his deathbed, Hananya. And he says, whatever you do, if I die, Erev Rosh Hashanah, do not bury me. Do not announce my death until after Rosh Hashanah. In other words, I am not going to give him the satisfaction of knowing that his nevuah as to my debt was fulfilled. And from this, the Gemara in Erevin says, and I quote, Rishaim afilu al Evil people who are at the literal doorstep of hell, of Gehenom, eno chosrim b'tshuva. Do not chosrim b'tshuva. They are defiant to the end, as we see Hananya was, conceal my death, so this man should not have the satisfaction that his nubuah is right. Uh, you are going to die, Hatomes, etc. He dies in Tishrei, thus removing probably the most dangerous, skilled, and more importantly, successful Navi Sheker. In Mir Tashem tomorrow, we're going to see now, Yermio writes a letter to those Jews who have gone in the first exile um, with Yechonyahu to Bavel. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, Adkan.